People deluded, I'm back again. I hope you're all doing well and safe. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and of course, good night. And welcome back to another edition of the DG podcast, the deluded podcast, the really and truly podcast. As I say, I don't care what you lot refer to it as, just as long as you know where to hit up, and just as long as you're following me, obviously, on the on the platforms that have such, you know, the Spotify's, the Apple Music's. Obviously, shout out to everybody watching this on YouTube, and make sure you're following me across all my socials, you know. Deluded Guna 04 and everything. Deluded Guna on Twitch. Deluded Guna 04 on Instagram. If you're going to do nothing more, hit up those two platforms. As I said, good morning over here in the UK. Appropriate greetings wherever you are in, in this world. I hope everyone's doing well and safe. Obviously, it's Friday. We do the podcast twice a week. With that being said, hope everyone's got their spiritual health, mental health and physical health and all the good things in between that. And I'd love to extend that to your loved ones. And yeah, man, obviously, as much as Arsenal stress me as an Arsenal fan, I'm not going to sit here and lie. I miss I miss watching Arsenal play. I know I really shouldn't say that. I know August was gazy, but I miss watching my team. I miss Premier League action. International football for me is not the same. I know there's qualifiers and whatnot. I've been watching highlights, you know, the Francis, you know, England obviously won 4-0 yesterday. Um, but I, I'm not really interested. I won't lie to you, really and truly. I've seen Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo. Obviously, he's become, you know, the record holder for most international goals. I think scoring his 100th and 10th, 100th and 11th goal um, in that game. Um, and whatnot, and miraculously, you know, he just said, you know what, I'm going to go back to United now. He's redrawn from the Portugal side. Uh, Bappe's withdrawn. Obviously, the transfer market's closed, but Turkey's still open. So you've actually seen Pjanic has gone there off topic. But yeah, man, there isn't too much to speak about. Obviously, I can't allow I was going to skip out this podcast because, like I said, there's nothing to talk about and, and go again next week. But I just feel, you know, when it comes to racism and all of these sort of things, it's not that I have to speak about it. It's not that we don't know what's happening. It's not that anything's going to change. It's not that we haven't been here before, but it just feels right to shed. I wouldn't even say light. You know, it's quite upsetting. You know, I don't need to bore you lot, man. You know, you can go through all my videos and whatnot. I mean, everybody has me. You could see I'm always talking about racism and all of these things. And I say the same things, you know. Again, I can't, I'm not down for preaching to the ignorant. I'm not going to sit here and say the whole small minority and all that stuff. Hungry have previous. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you all know, you know, Jude Bellingham, you know, they booed the knee before. Jude Bellingham booed as he's warming up. Shout out to all the Black Kings out there. Shout out to all the England team as well, because it was lovely seeing solidarity. I don't want to praise people for doing the right things and whatnot, but it was lovely to see everybody standing together. It was lovely to hear John Stones condemn what happened and, and kind of ask for tougher measures. It was lovely to see us just rattling them. You know, big up to Raheem Sterling. And it was a touching tribute he paid to um, one of his friends that he's lost via COVID and stuff. I know Leon Bailey posted something as well, but it was lovely. You know, end of the day, they booed the knee. They were racist. A black man scored. A black man got an assist. I'm sure Sterling also did that. You know, our, our white brothers who stand with us and not with the racist thing also rattled you, man, as well. Like, personally, COVID times and cut them and they are racist. You know, if you drink their beer or drink from their juice, you might lose a couple brain cells. But uh, uh, like I said, in this in this day and age, it's a bit mad, isn't it? But like seeing green, seeing Grealish, seeing uh, Declan Rice uh, drink the beers being pelted at them was crazy. And I mean, it's disgraceful. Hungry have showed themselves, you know, because at the end of the day, you can't say it's a small minority of society. Again, I'm not going to tarnish every Hungarian with that brush, but you look at that. You can't just assume these are ignorant. Again, I don't know how the, life, the, 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 the style of life in Hungary, but I'd imagine some of them are probably unemployed dickheads. But a lot of them are also are also what doctors, lawyers, you know, 
policemen, all of these sort of things, people. It's ridiculous. Hungary have had previous before. I swear we've been here with them. We knew what time it was when we flew there. You heard the way Southgate was talking pre-game and the questions about would we walk off. We knew what was going to happen. And these players are not dickheads. They knew exactly what was going to happen. And it's listen, I'm not going to sit here and say it's, it's disgraceful. It's self-explanatory at this point, you know. Um, there needs to be tougher measures. You know what needs to ha happen. Tougher measures, tougher sanctions, all of these things, because they don't want to learn. FIFA, UEFA, I think it's an official FIFA game, so they need to act. Racism is not, a, is not a priority for them to fix because a lot of them don't have direct stories of it. It doesn't make money and it's just not worth their time. So they'll keep doing the feel-good factor. And the ironic thing is a lot of people in British society, much like whenever this happens, they'll condemn it elsewhere. You know, a lot of people will condemn it going on. But like Southgate said pre-game, you need to get our house in order first, you know, because we all saw, yeah, the, the Euros was a fantastic example of people coming together. But the last two games of that thingy, you know, you saw what was happening and you obviously saw what was on when people missed penalties and stuff like that. You know, Rashford, a lot of, you know, he's probably helped to save some racist kids, um, um, kids, um, parents, kids from starving. They still called him whatever they wanted to under the sun. You know, it's absolutely rattling. We all know the people that do these things, they're cowards. They, you know, they link up with each other at football games. They probably wouldn't say it to Raheem Sterling or anybody's face. They'll be begging him for a shirt. So it's lovely, obviously, to see Raheem Sterling score. I think if I remember correctly, Kane... Cade and Rice got on the score sheet. I can't even remember who, you know, the fourth. Was it Maguire? I don't even remember people. I can't lie. That's how disinterested I am in international football. And end of the day, we got what we turned up for and we bust out. And it's a shameful one is that it's like in society, it's not that you have to accept it, but it's like I, when it happened, I just I just found myself, the exact saying came out of my mouth. I was like, it's another day at the office in a sense of, again, it shouldn't happen. I'm not excusing it. But as I, as listening, black people in society, and in life, I think you've, it's something you've got to deal with, isn't it? It's just something you've got to deal with and carry on with. And it's just, there's no other way. People are not going to save us. You know, personally, I would like to see walking off pitches. And I can't lie to you, violence, you know, because I know violence isn't the answer. But if people don't want to learn, they don't want to be, you know, all this education thing, they have to want to learn. For me, you can be as racist as you want. Not couple teeth out, you might think twice, you know, or at least anytime you're calling man the N-word and all of these things. You remember that little N-word, you knocked out your teeth. You know, it's like Vardy says, chat shit, get banged. Pardon my language. I, I think there's too much kumbaya with racism. And at some point, you have to hit fire with fire if these lot are not going to do several things. You know, one day, a footballer's going to have enough and do a Cantona thing and just fly kick someone and punch them in their throat and fly kicks and stuff. And I guarantee you, the book is going to come raining down harder on that individual way than it has on any individual who's committed racism, who's who's doing this sort of stuff. We all know there should be f proper fines, points deduction and whatnot. It's disgraceful, man. It's disgraceful. And didn't, didn't I saw the other day, didn't Hungary have some, harbour some ambitions of um, hosting an international tournament and all of those things. It's an absolute disgrace. You know, it is what it is. I don't, you know, again, I, I don't necessarily agree with Gareth Southgate talking about a mature reaction from Jude Bellingham and, and, and these lot, because what is a mature reaction? Even if they boned out, you know, there's no right way to react to racism. And I'm not talking about Southgate now. I'm getting quite annoyed at praising people for reacting to racism and dealing with it. There's, there seems to be more praise for that than actually fixing it. And I just feel with racism, you know, Sometimes you have to hit fire with fire, you know, doing the kumbaya, my lord, when these look don't want to do it is the next thing. So end of the day, turned up, clean sheet, three points, you know, black man scored on their door, on their doorstep, shitted on their doorstep, you know, throws, you know, dickhead spending money on beers, dashing it, you know. 
disgraced yourself really and truly you know proper cowardly but we walk away with it in it we bust out and it is it is what it is people it's up the players as i said the players and it's not even that the coaching staff everyone knew work on and this isn't the first it isn't the last time even before we got to the euros what country did we go and even the cameraman was getting racially abused and all them things there it was crazy you know it's absolutely crazy man it's absolutely un, 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 unacceptable man and, and and it is and it is what it is in that regards, man. FIFA need to FIFA need to act. Will they act? Is another thing. You know, again, we knew what time we knew what time it was going into this. People, we knew fully, fully, fully what time it was. You know, it is what it is. But Gareth Southgate says England have reported incidences that happened in the game against Hungary after players were targeted, obviously with racist chants. You all heard the monkey chants again. You know, you saw the booze every time players touched the ball. You saw things thrown. Uh, you know, the knee was booed. You know, it's undoubtedly it's racism and apparently everything has been reported to UEFA slash FIFA. So we'll see what happens. There's no more than this group of players can do in the fight against racism. All they can do is walk off the pitch or start throwing fists. You know, if this was Sunday league, you know, when the things are getting thrown, the, near, the nearest one to you, Sterling should have done the praying to God thing and on a little slide and you're celebrating, bang, quickly, just quickly, because that's what it's got to get to. It's, that, it's water off his duck's back, back. These lot are immune to it, but, you know... At some point, you have to hit fire with fire, man. These lot can't go on like how they want to go on, on because they think they can do this again and again. And who knows? They might even try to think they can roll in England and carry on with carry on like that, you know? They need to have one of the games in the Tottenham Stadium or the Arsenal Stadium and see if you carry on with this foolish... You can, might do the foolishness in the game, carry on with the foolishness outside the game. You know, these lot are cowards. Like I said, it's a yob mentality. It's like the racists in this country, you know? They link up with each other and they 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 go on, on with their stupidness when they can. They're not doing it on their J's. They're not do they're not doing it in normal society, you know. Forget education. Are these are someone that want are these individuals that want to be educated? Clearly not, you know, clearly not. And as much as I have admiration for how England carried on, I'm not gonna I don't think it's right to sit here and praise them rather than focus on shitting on these people who have talked nonsense, you know, praise people for their reactions. It don't make sense. It really don't, it don't, it don't make sense, man. It's absolutely, you know, all I can say is I'm happy no one's been harmed. Everyone's got their physical health. I hope everyone's mental health is in the right place, especially the young players, the Sackers, the Jude Bellinghams, because when you're playing, I'm not saying you can't feel it, but when you're playing, you can somewhat just kind of brush it off. When you're a spectator or a supporter, I mean, a sub, which you're a spectator for large parts of the game till you come on, you have time to fully deep the atmosphere, to look around, to really gaze into the faces. And it's, it's I rate Jude Bellingham because, again, he's warming up and he's seeing all of it. All I can say is it's not the first, it's not going to be the last time this happens, people. Um, you know, so we've been here before. We've been here. Shout out John Stones for obviously talking about, obviously, asking people to do more. More, need, more needs to be done in the fight against this sort of thing, people. So it is what it is. Carrying on the fee with international, the international period, as you know, there's been, I won't say beef between FIFA clubs and club um, and country federations because players are being released. But as you've seen, you know, a couple of players aren't. Allegedly, Newcastle United, Wolves and Watford, pardon me, folks. Mount is dry. Newcastle United, Wolves and Watford could be sanctioned by FIFA for not releasing players for the upcoming international games. Obviously, the players included are Watford's Francisco Cerisa, Celerita, I can't pronounce his name, forgive me, Raul Jimenez and Miguel Amirinion. They've obviously been blocked from joining Paraguay, Mexico and Chile, respectively, as the countries they were due to play in are on UK's red list. Obviously, Blackburn could also face that because they didn't let their their um, their guy leave as well. Um, 
apparently those nations FAs have asked FIFA to apply sanctions for not releasing players which would see them banned from playing club football for five days after the end of the international window I mean how is that possible I mean I again that doesn't make sense you know the players could you know I'm sure the players will be playing for their countries but yeah at the end of the day the players are I get it you're punishing the club so they can't use it but the players are just employees they kind of have to do what the club tells them in any walk of life so why are you sanctioning the players you know the players I can't go. I want to play for Uruguay, Paraguay, for example. I can't go off and play for Paraguay. So to sanction my club, you're now saying I've missed out potentially playing for my country. Now I can't play X amount for my club. Not that FIFA's the most logical. It is what it is, people. You know. So I think they should probably. They should probably allow them. Um, I think for what it's worth, apparently it's understood FIFA have contacted Newcastle Wolves and Watford. Um, and Blackburn to remind them of their responsibilities, long long story short. Um, carrying on that theme, Argentina have confirmed they intend to keep their Premier League players for the entire international break, despite the quarter having to quarantine for 10 days on return. Premier League attempted to keep hold of their players who are going to be playing in red list countries due to con concerns over quarantine. As you lot know, the current UK government rules state that anyone travelling into a country from a red list nation has to quarantine for 10 days at a government approved hotel. Um, there are no exemptions to this rule. And obviously, Argentina is one. So that obviously means Buendia, uh, Martinez, Romero, La Celso will have to spend 10 days isolating when they return to England people. So I don't know how that impacts their respective nations, but it does people. So. We're going to have to hold it up. Obviously, Christian, off topic, Cristiano Ronaldo will wear the number seven shirt at Manchester United. People, it's been confirmed um, for you United fans. You know, so Cavani's probably been given some nice step aside money in that regard. Um, you know, Hakim Ziyech is not happening for him at Chelsea too much. And apparently, you know, his manager, Vladic Halodovic, I can't pronounce his name, but the Moroccan international manager isn't a fond of his, of his work rate. You know, apparently he's been left out of the Morocco squad because of his refusal to work people. The, um, the 28-year-old has been left out. So that means against Sudan and Guinea, he'll play no part, people. Apparently, last international break, the manager said he reported late for the last international window before refusing to play in a fixture by freight and injury. Apparently... The Moroccan gaffer said his behaviour in the last two matches, especially the last one, was not that of a national team um, national team player who, as a leader in the team, must be a positive role model. He arrived late and after that, he even refused to work. There was no point in discussing it afterwards. As a coach, the answer is right there to see. For me, the national team is above everything. Nobody can hold it hostage. For the first time in my coaching career, I've seen behaviour that disappoints me. A player who refuses to play in a match, admittedly a friendly on the pretext that he is injured. To be fair, if a man's injured, he's injured. But clearly the manager has question marks over the authenticity of, of or did over ZH's claims. Huso said, the medical staff made several examinations and said he could play. He then refused to warm up in the second half because he was disappointed to be a substitute. Fair play, man. You know, again... I under, and he went on to say a bunch of other stuff, but I understand that, man. Why would you want someone with that commitment? It doesn't matter how good you are. If you're not committed to this thing, what is the what is the actual actual point, people? Really, really and truly. It's absolute, it's 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 a joke, really and truly. Let me find the other comments, people. Um, he said, For me, that behavior is unaccept is uh, that type of behavior is unacceptable. You can't cheat with the national team. You're 100 percent there or you're not. I won't tolerate it. So to be fair, it's a good 
At least he's got morals in there for everybody, people, to be fair with you. Um, the England under-21 squad will not travel to Romania after two positive COVID tests. The England national under-21 squad have cancelled their trip to Romania after two positive COVID tests among the players and support staff. The friendly would have been newly appointed Lee Carsley's first game in charge. As you lot know, he took over the position in July. Um, um, for now... England will host Kosovo at the stadium MK Milton Keynes in a qualifier for the European Under-21 Championship people. So they're now going to have to wait until Tuesday. A statement said England men's under-21s will no longer travel to Romania on Friday after two positive COVID tests were reported within the party of players and supporting staff. It's been decided to cancel the trip as a precaution and our thanks go to the Romanian Football Federation for their understanding. The individuals concerned were immediately isolated from the rest of the group with the squad still based at St. George's Park. Um, the young Lions will switch to preparing for next Tuesday's home game with Kosovo to mark the start of qualifying for the 2023 UEFA European Under-21s Championship. So, yeah, man, Tyrese is going to have to wait until Tuesday for his Under-21 debut. And I think Balogun's also in that squad. I could be wrong, but shout out to my young Arsenal Tugs people. It is what it is in that regard. Um, what else is there in world football, folks? As you as I told you, there isn't actually that much to speak about. Let me see what headlines are there, man. Like I said, England won 4 0. That actually isn't that's a slow, it's a very slow news day, people. Very slow news day. You know, if we look at the qualifying roundup, people, Italy made it 35 games unbeaten to equal a record set by Spain. But obviously they drew 1-1 with Bulgaria. Spain lost their first World Cup qualifying 28 years, people, with a defeat to Sweden. Sweden came from a goal down to win 2-1. Isaac had a good game for those of you that, that watched that as well, people. Um, plays in Spain, obviously. Seized on an error by Busquets to capitalise and whatnot, people. You know, Kulisevsky showed some good, some good, some good passes in that game as well. Chiesa picked up where he left off in that one-one draw again for Italy against Bulgaria as well. Northern Ireland survived the second half scare to secure a vital four-one win against Lithuania. People, Lukaku hit the back of the net twice for Belgium, and also Lukonga of Arsenal made his debut. People, you know, Lukaku's record for his country is equally as impressive as anywhere he's gone at club level: sixty-six goals in ninety-nine appearances. People, ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Hansi Flick won his first German game in charge, people 2-0 against Licksteiner. But as you lot all saw that game, Germany were far from efficient and there's a lot to do. They don't move the ball with the same efficiency of a previous German team, people, if I'm com completely honest with you. Like in front of goal, they kind of struggled, but they still made it happen. Should we look at some of the paper talk, people? I know the window is closed, but let's see what's going on. Cristiano Ronaldo is set to make his second Manchester United debut against Newcastle in United after his five-day isolation period is brought forward due to his international suspension. Did he get red yellow card on purpose? So that could happen. I don't know, but footballers do them things. Um, Barcelona have suffered another financial blow after the Catalan government limited the new camp's capacity to 30,000. Obviously, probably with what's going on with, um, with, what's it, with, with COVID and whatnot. I don't know what the laws are in that place. Apparently, Brazil have agreed to cancel Richarlison's international call-up for this month's World Cup qualifiers because the player played in, obviously, both the Olympics and Copa America. Pjanic sealed a move to Besiktas people on a season-long loan for Barcelona. I wish he, he, we tried a thing like that, but it hasn't happened. Daniel, Daniel Sturridge is still looking for another club and has reassured any clubs interested that he is fitter than a fiddle and more motivated than ever before. And obviously, I really hope he finds a club. I hope Jack Wilshere signs a, um, signs a club, finds a club and signs for a club. I know he's been training in Italy. Um, sadly, Granit Xhaka contracted COVID. 
So it is where it is. Apparently, Declan Rice will only sign a new contract at Newcastle United if it includes a release clause. Boy. So yeah, man, that's what's going on in the in in the papers, you know. Probably Aurier is interested in an, in an Arsenal move, you know. I can't blame him, you know. You want to leave that toilet seat of a football club. Let me go and see if there's any other rumors, people, because again, like I said, it's a slow news day. Once again, we condemn any racial abuse suffered to anybody, just to paint that one out there. But it's a slow, very slow news day, people. There's not even any controversy. Apparently, well, I think the last time I saw, you look at some. Well, I'll, I'll in fact, we'll save it. Because I think it's important. Arsenal are in talks to sign a USA World Cup winner, people. Heath from Manchester United. Or we're in talks. Toby, Tobin Heath is in talks with Arsenal over a potential two-year deal. The 33-year-old, a two-time World Cup winner, spent last season at Women's Super League side Manchester United. As Heath is a free agent, Arsenal do not have to complete the move before Thursday's deadline. She scored four goals in eight WSL appearances last season before an ankle injury and won a bronze medal with the US at this summer's Olympics, people. For what it's worth. Scotland have, Scotland have had a tough time in it, qualifiers and whatnot. Let's see what's going on in terms of gossip. Why is the thing not loading? Apparently, Jules Conde is Jules Conde is furious with Seville for not selling him to Chelsea. Like um, Real Madrid are ready to are ready to move from Norway and Borussia Dortmund striker Haaland and obviously Mbappe next year. So two of them guys next year. And I've told you, I think they're getting them too. They've obviously got Camavinga. They tried to get Alwa. They've got them Brazilian youths. They could it could be a good thing. I think in the next three years, Real Madrid will be back. I think. I give PSG 18 months, two years as well to do something because Mbappe is not going to be there. Messi not going to be there forever. I don't know who else they're going to bring into the squad. But yeah, Barca should be. You never see, and I know they broke, but you never see Barca linked with Killian, especially at this moment. He stands to be a free agent. And Dortmund and things like that. They need these players more than anyone. Apparently, they're still also interested in bringing the 28-year-old Paul Pogba to the Bernabeu as well, people. And apparently Chelsea's pursuit of Haaland has suffered a setback after they were told they would have to pay 800, 825k a week for his wages. I mean, whoever signs Haaland, they know it's going to be costly in terms of wages. You're going to have to nice Mino Rinola, but at the end of the day, he's a fantastic footballer. Allegedly, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer blocked five players from leaving Old Trafford this summer. I bet one of them is the lot because they couldn't find a right back. I bet a second one is Jesse Lingard. Jesse Lingard, I'm not too sure for you, man, because I don't know how much game time you're getting. United got way too much attacking that injuries can change things but it is what it is let's see who he actually said who this article has gone on to say the lot lingard as stated martial cavani it's not actually saying a fifth people that's a waste of time ain't it way too much numbers but again you'd rather you'd rather have too much than have too little, isn't it, really? But, I mean, something's got to change. You'd imagine Cavani's done after this year. I don't know where Martial stands at United. Apparently, Everton made an inquiry about Kyle Walker-Peters in the final days of the transfer window. Juventus turned down the chance to, to sign Cavani in a move, obviously, with Ronaldo. Um, Wolves are planning to hand the Dharma Traore a new contract, obviously, after they rejected bids from Tottenham for the 25-year-old. Manchester United are struggling to keep up with demand for Cristiano Ronaldo shots after delays from manufacturers. Adidas, and I mean Adidas, you can't afford for that. You know, in hindsight, we'll never know when this, until Ronaldo or whatever sheds details. Personally, when I look at the fact that Sancho never got number seven, 
there must have been word within the footballing world for a while that Cristiano was going to leave Juventus. So it might seem like, again, it could have. It might seem like to us that this Ronaldo to Old Trafford was something that gathered wind a few days, you know, in the in, in a couple of days before the move. But it must have been something that they've been eyeing up. So naturally, the sponsors, someone at high level has to have known. So to be in that situation, you know, and again, from a business point of view, it makes no sense for, for, for Adidas. It's quite disgraceful. You know, you've got the big, one of the biggest clubs, if not the biggest club in the world, arguably Man United. They have a case to be up there. Let's be real. Um, I don't think they are, but they have a case to be up there. You know, you've got one of the biggest, if not the biggest player signing for them. You know, man don't even say, people say Ronaldo, Cristiano, but bear man say CR7, the 7 is iconic. You know United were never going to give him anything other than the 7. You can't afford for this. Someone must have briefed you that this thing was happening, you know. So to be in this situation is childish. Obviously, they're still going to make their peas, but from a business point of view, it don't make sense. It really doesn't make any sense, people. It doesn't make an ounce of sense. But in life, how many things really do make sense, if I'm completely honest with you? Is there anything of anything else of note? I don't think there's anything else of note to be speaking about with you lot, people. Obviously, we've sadly spoken about what's happened. We've speaking, spoken about FIFA versus clubs. Um, in fact, you know what? You could actually talk about Hazard. Hazard says, I have three more seasons to prove my worth. Obviously, the Real Madrid move hasn't exactly worked out for the Belgium international. And it's crazy, but he's 30 now. It's, I know, I know. Hazard is 30. It's mad, isn't it, people? Um, he has said people who think who think is always injured and said that he has to three more seasons to prove his worth. Let's see what he said. I signed with Real Madrid for five seasons. The first two have not been good. The injuries have not helped, but I still have three years to prove my worth. I hope it works. I hope to get up one morning and feel great in, on the training ground. If I feel pain there, I drag it to the game. I will continue to have it. I am waiting for that moment where I can show my worth again. Real Madrid have spent a lot of money on me. I want to give something back to them. Boy. I mean, it hasn't worked out, people. You know, injuries have limited Hazard to just 46 appearances in all comps since his arrival in 2019. He's featured just 19 times in La Liga. That is a massacre, considering the P's. And I mean, you know, again, if Hazard can step up, you know, if Hazard can if, if Hazard can step up, things can get better a lot quicker, people, really, really and truly. You know, you've got Hazard who'd be 30. You've still got Benzema. Modric ain't going to be there forever, but Modric and Kroos could be there for a year too. Who knows? Modric and Kroos might sign a new contract. And then, obviously, you've got the young Brazilian lads. Um, young Brazilian lads, and you've, you're going to have the young French lads. I mean, if you bring in a Pogba, who's an experienced player as well, long-term in the middle, you know, you've got the young French lads in Camavinga and, obviously, Mbappe. And who knows? There'll be a next one they probably sign. You know, you'd imagine that next summer when the finances are better, I know they're going to buy Mbappe, but you'd imagine from January to the end of next season, I don't know if it's going to be Conde and and for, um and what's it, what's his name, Paul Torres or anything like that. But you'd imagine they need midfielders. I mean, set a horse. I don't know, people. Probably be so. We'll have to see what happens in that regards. But yeah, man, like I said, there wasn't much to talk about. I've given you something to speak about. So yeah, check out the rest of the content, people. I'm going to go live at 11.30. But in relation to the DG podcast, I'm out, man. And I'd like to say a big thank you to everyone who supports the thing and a big fuck you to anyone who's doing racist nonsense, especially the Hungarians that were doing the nonsense when England played them. But on that note, please make sure you hit the like button, you subscribe and the rest of it. Take care, people. I'm out. Short but sweet.